Um, great. So that was excellent, Alex. Um, so what I would say is, uh, to kick it off, one of the best things I think you did was immediately recognize, and it might sound like it's something quite basic, but actually you immediately acknowledged that um, this is somebody who's got an infection and this patient is immunocompromised. Um, and, you know, that's exactly what they're looking for. That's going to be straight away a huge tick that they recognize it's not just an infection with potentially a bit of an AKI, it's actually an immunocompromised patient. And so this is very concerning. Um, so I thought that was great. And then you did obviously all your emergency treatment, which is there's always going to be a box to pick for that. And I think that was good, but you didn't labor at the point of airway, breathing, whatever. And you asked appropriately for the observations. Um, I like as well how when you were given the observations, you didn't just say, oh, these are septic parameters. You actually said, um, so we know that there's... um. Uh, parameters that look like we've got sepsis in a patient the things that I'm concerned about are actually the blood pressure especially in a renal patient to have this low blood pressure so immediately you're relating the observations to your renal knowledge and um, and then also you immediately relate it you said well it could be chest infection but also in an immunocompromised person I start having to think about opportunistic infections and so immediately you're relating any part of the scenario to your renal knowledge and I think that's what makes it a very strong answer um uh what else i think when you talked about um so we talked about that i think you went through the blood results as well um so going through the blood results um you made it very clear that you wanted to know when what the baseline creatinine was and when it was and um, because yeah a creatinine of 165 might be raised but that might actually be her baseline so it's important to always make sure we ask for the baseline um do 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 asking her, yeah, getting her um, transplant regime in terms of you got the history um, and then you wanted to know the medications in terms of her regime. Is she on um, three medications? Is she on two medications in terms of immunosuppression? And I think, again, that highlights uh, renal knowledge by saying because it's her second transplant, it might be higher immunological risk. Now, that sounds very intelligent. It sounds like you're in the know and it sounds very targeted to your specialty and it's not something difficult. Like anybody even having not done renal could say something like that in an interview. So I think that's a very important key point, just acknowledging the fact that she's on triple immunosuppression indicates to us her higher immunological risk. And I think that's something that anybody can say in an interview. So that was a really good point. Um, again, lots of renal patients have, as you alluded to, you know, chest and urine are really common infections. Um, in renal patients, particularly urine, um, and you alluded to previous cultures, um, and looking on the system, again, it's just a quick thing to say, and it just reflects well, and it shows that there's a systematic approach. Um, talking about the pedagogical guidelines, excellent, because again, you're getting in the renal knowledge. Uh, anything else that you thought was a good point? So, yeah, just a quick word. It's always worth um, taking an opportunity in these scenarios just to think about what you do with the medications so don't just carry on the status quo think about each one do you need to continue them if people are very septic to the point they're being admitted to hospital uh, so transplant patient um, we often hold off their antiproliferative so that would be their mycophenolate or azathioprine and usually hold off that for a couple of days tacrolimus will continue we'll check a level which needs to be a pre-dose level um ideally in the morning, so that could be the next morning, immediately pre-dose. Um, and steroids, don't stop them, um, never stop them. 
uh, suddenly because that will cause problems. And what you really want to be doing is a good candidate will say that they'll need to double the dose or increase the dose to account for the stress response. And then also consider whether someone is able to absorb their medications. So if someone's vomiting a lot, then they might need intravenous steroids. And then with the tacrolimus, you might need to consider uh, whether to give that sublingually instead or whether to give a tacrolimus infusion. In practical terms, sublingual is easier um, and the infusion is a bit of a um, logistical challenge. Um, and I think that that's, that's really important actually. Um, and then one last thing uh, before we wrap up, I think to say is um, something you mentioned before Alex about um, ensuring that the antibiotic doesn't interact with tacrolimus. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, so that was a good point. But yeah, I think that's it. Great. Excellent. Thanks. Cheers.